Woe to you of earth and sea. Welcome to Satan is My Superhero, a show about art, culture, history, and the devil. I'm your host, Judas Falling. In this episode, I will investigate homophobic demonization in the modern era. As we saw in the last episode, the legal status of the LGB community had been slowly changing for the previous couple of hundred years. Western democratic civilization did not have the same bloodlust for LGBT it once had. In fact, I would argue a distaste for LGBT persecution was growing among the educated and self-aware sector of society. Throughout the 1970s and 80s, states all around the world were decriminalizing and then outright legalizing LGBT, leading to a tsunami of law reform in the 90s and 21st century. The reactionary forces to this social revolution started to coalesce in the 70s. In 1974, father of the Christian right in the US, Baptist minister Robert Grant founded American Christian Cause. He would later go on to found the more influential Christian voice and lobby against LGBT rights in Washington. Nothing undermines democracy like a well-funded lobbyist. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? In 1977, second runner-up in the Miss America pageant, Anita Bryant, stood against and successfully stopped law reform in Florida banning discrimination based on sexual orientation. Bryant had famously claimed homosexuals were trying to recruit American youth and was concerned... Every sexual deviation would have been legally acceptable among school teachers. Thank you for a lovely evening. I had a really nice time. Um, do you want to come in for coffee? I would love to, but I have to warn you, I'm a school teacher, and I'm legally obligated to keep my socks and sandals on at all times, even, and especially, during coffee. Oh, sounds kinky. Trust me, it's not. In 1978, Bryant gave Playboy magazine a fascinating interview-slash-insight into the closed conservative mind. In this article, Bryant explained how she couldn't even imagine what homosexuals actually did with each other in bed until her husband, who taught her all things about sex, explained some stuff to her. She then said a police officer brought a slideshow to a church group which further expanded her portfolio of images. When she first heard about people swallowing sperm, she... About fell through my chair. I said, oh God, this can't be true. Can you blame her? I mean, how does the sperm make it all the way to the mouth? Does it crawl up the abdomen? Obviously, Playboy reporter Ken Kelly pointed out to Anita that oral sex was also practiced among heterosexual couples, to which she replied... The abomination is spreading. It's always impressed me how much people with the least life experience seem to have the most opinions on how you should live yours. It's like being a teenager, but without the hormones. Why would this moral crusader against filth and depravity agree to be interviewed by Playboy magazine, I hear you ask? Well, all I know is that in 78, by her own admission, 70% of her bookings as an entertainer had disappeared, and she wasn't getting spots on talk shows anymore. Even Christian groups were turning against her because of her inflammatory language. She was no longer being paid to speak at conventions. Oh, money, right, got it. Nothing supports a strong moral backbone like cash. Bryant believed same-sex attraction is a lifestyle choice and therefore should not be legitimised legally with minority rights. She told Playboy... If they're a legitimate minority group... Then so are nail-biters, dieters, fat people, short people and murderers. Did she just... Hang on. Let, just, let's just rewind. Or short people. She did! 
Excuse me, Mrs. Bryant. Could you please pass me that bottle of ketchup? Why? Can't you reach it? No, it's too high. You should have chosen to be taller. I'm eight. Eight years old and still making such terrible life choices. Bryant was publicly supported in her successful political stoush with the state of Florida by none other than televangelist Jerry Falwell Sr. Net worth around 10 million US dollars when he died. Founder of the Moral Majority, another influential Christian right lobby group, Jerry would famously make this statement in the 80s. AIDS is not just God's punishment for homosexuals. It is God's punishment for the society that tolerates homosexuals. For context, Jerry also said, I believe that global warming is a myth. And he also claimed, Textbooks are Soviet propaganda. So, uh, yeah. Okay, children, open your arithmetic textbooks to page 38. And Lucinda, could you please read the example equation to the class? If the means of production are controlled by the bourgeoisie, it is the responsibility of the proletariat to smash the machine of imperial oppression and fill the streets with capitalist blood. In 1978, American psychologist Paul Cameron published the book Sexual Gradualism. In it, he suggested parents should encourage their young children to have heterosexual sexual experiments up to, but not including penetration, he's not a weirdo, to avoid same-sex attraction later in life. He said, Better too young than homosexual. Based entirely on flawed data, Cameron would go on to claim the LGBT community had a higher death, murder, suicide, substance abuse, pedophile and crime rate than the rest of the population. In his 1992 study titled What Do Homosexuals Do? He claimed 17% of them enjoy eating poo. Where did he get that statistic? Personal experience. In an interview with Rolling Stone magazine in 1999, Cameron claimed... Marital sex tends towards the boring end. Generally, it doesn't deliver the kind of sheer sexual pleasure that homosexual sex does. Did he just... I need to hear that again. doesn't deliver the kind of sheer sexual pleasure that homosexual sex does. That's what I thought he said. I hear you just got married. Congratulations, young man. Yeah. Actually, I'd like to ask your advice about something. I know exactly what you want to know. Now, I understand better than anyone how sex with the female can be very meh. The first Tuesday of every month, when I'm faced with a dreadful deed, I concentrate really, really hard. I like to think of Jesus carrying that cross on his bare back through the streets of Jerusalem. He's half-naked, ripped, not bulky, but shredded like uh, Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Our eyes meet, and my heart skips a beat as he stares at me with pure animal desire. He grabs me by the belt buckle, drawing me close. His muscular arms hold me in a firm but gentle embrace. My lips quiver as they meet his, and my fingers run down his rippling six-pack towards his engorged. Anyway, that's how I get through sex with the wife. Um, right. Yeah, I was actually just after some financial advice, but maybe some other time. Good idea. I need to take a cold shower right now anyway. In 1992, founder and director of the Coalition on Revival, Dr. Jay Grimstead, claimed... Homosexuality makes God vomit. 
I don't know about you, but if something makes me nauseous, I simply don't allow it in my mouth. Also in 1992, Springs of Life Ministries in California created a video called The Gay Agenda, featuring salacious footage taken at gay pride parades. They shipped thousands of copies to government officials and the military while selling it to the general public for $13.95 plus postage and handling. The gay agenda would catch on among the religious right as a catchphrase and talking point. Are you watching the gay video again? It's research. I'm going to the shops. Is there anything you need? Hand cream and tissues. In 1993, Presbyterian pastor George Grant and author Mark Horn published the book Legislating Immorality, The Homosexual Movement Comes Out of the Closet, in which they reaffirm the Bible's stance on same-sex attraction being punishable by death. When I was researching this, one of the Amazon reviewers noted that the Bible also encourages the death penalty for things like cursing at your parents or working on the Sabbath. Grant would go on to challenge same-sex marriage laws in Tennessee in 2017, with his case thrown out for having no legal standing. The court will now hear opening arguments from the plaintiff. Thank you, Your Honour. I would like to stop gay marriage. And what precedent are you citing? I don't know what you mean. What statute are you alleging the good state of Tennessee has infringed? I don't like it. What exactly is the legal basis of your case? I already said I don't like it. Do you know anything about the law? Do you? Well, yes, I'm a judge. Case dismissed. Does that mean I won? In a 1995 manifesto titled Same Gender Attraction, published on the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints website, Elder Dallin Oaks wrote, The devil who has no body seeks to persuade mortals to corrupt their bodies by choosing eternal death according to the will of the flesh, which giveth the spirit of the devil power to captivate, to bring them down to hell, that he may reign over them in his own kingdom. I'm going to take a short break from the show right now to talk about my sponsors and Patreon. I don't currently have sponsors or Patreon, but if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by buying my novel. It's called Chaos Machine by Judas Falling. It's available through Amazon. You don't need a Kindle to read it. Almost any digital device will do. Don't forget, Chaos Machine by Judas Falling. Now, back to the show. African gold and diamond mine owner, televangelist Pat Robertson. Net worth estimated between 200 million and 1 billion US dollars. Who claims because of his energy shake can leg press 900 kilos, had said back in 1990. Many of those people involved with Adolf Hitler were Satanists. Many of them were homosexuals. The two things seemed to go together. In 1995, Scott Lively and Kevin Abrams took this idea and ran with it, publishing a book called The Pink Swastika, Homosexuality in the Nazi Party. Abrams is a founder of the International Committee for Holocaust Truth, which, you know what that means, who believe... Hitler's plans for a thousand-year Reich is a homo-fascist conspiracy which still thrives today disguised as gay rights. Lively is an attorney and a director of the American Family Association who claim their mission is to educate and encourage people to embrace God's design for marriage and family as the fundamental building block for all of human civilization and to celebrate the union of one man and one woman. In the pink swastika they state, While we cannot say that homosexuals caused the Holocaust, we must not ignore their central role in Nazism. 
Lively would go on to take his hate speech on the road, speaking to lawmakers and Christian groups in Latvia, Russia and Uganda. In 2012, the Centre for Constitutional Rights sued Lively for his involvement with Uganda's Anti-Homosexuality Act that punishes homosexuality with life imprisonment. The Centre for Constitutional Rights believed Lively had broken US, federal and international law with his meddling. How do you know the Nazis were gay? The uniforms. Have you ever seen a straight man dressed with so much panache? What should we do with our gays here in Uganda? The Bible says death. Oh, no, no, no. That would be barbaric. Have some Christian charity, man. What about life imprisonment? Yes, that sounds perfectly reasonable. In 1998, Martin Moyer of the Christian Action Network wrote a letter to ABC Television expressing his concerns about the Ellen DeGeneres sitcom for... Dumping her filthy lesbian lifestyle right in the center of your living room. It's the first time in the history of network TV that the lead character is a sodomite. That's just not true. What about Captain James T. Kirk? Do you think he had unprotected vaginal intercourse with all of those aliens? And it was only for the sole purpose of procreation? Unlikely. In a 1998 speech, Alveda King... Estimated net worth 3.9 million US dollars. ...who has made a career out of being the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. said... God hates homosexuality. In a 2018 book titled Slavery, Racism, Abortion and the Female Psyche, A Spiritual Perspective, she co-authored with psychiatrist, minister, author and transformational healing coach Dr. Karen Stevenson, whose own website describes her as... A spirit-filled Christian who loves the Lord Jesus Christ. Alvedo wrote... God didn't design homosexuality. The meddling usurper stole the keys to the laboratory, made knockoffs and goofed up perfection. Satan, how did you get in here? Yahweh gave me the key. Really? Well, you left it where I could find it, and... If you didn't want me to take it, why did you leave it where I could find it? What are you doing? Making my own humans. I think you goofed it up. Look what they're doing with each other. Oh no, that's not a bug. That's a feature. You're going to give them free will as well. Did you? Um... In 2005, Reverend Lou Sheldon of the Traditional Values Coalition published a book, The Agenda, The Homosexual Plan to Change America, in which he laments... The most difficult task is to get pastors and church leaders to speak out on these issues. The secular culture has convinced a lot of them it's not loving or tolerant to speak boldly about homosexual sin. This is a lie of Satan. We've called you in today, Pastor Jim, to talk about your views on the gays. Right? You have been preaching love and tolerance. We don't like it. The Bible teaches love and tolerance. But it also teaches us same-sex shenanigans deserve death. We can't just pick and choose which bits of scripture we want to preach. That is literally all we do. In 2012, Rabbi Nosen Lita of the Torah Jews for Decency said this of Hurricane Sandy. We believe the great flood at the time of Noah was triggered by the recognition of same-gender marriages. Noah, wake up. Who's that? No, Gabriel, it's you. What time is it? 3 p.m. Have you been drinking? 
No. Did you hear John and Jacob got married? Yeah, I, I went to the wedding. Yahweh is upset. Why? Because he wasn't invited? What? No! He doesn't have time for petty jealousy. I wouldn't blame him. He was a real ball terror. He's upset they have gone against his plan, and he's going to wipe out the entire human race with a great flood. You know, this is exactly why he never gets invited to things. In 2013, Linda Jernigan, who describes herself as an author, educator and life coach, published the book Rescuing Homosexuals, in which she claims God has... Designed a rescue plan for the God-seeking homosexual and a plan for the church to place them on the path of righteousness. Linda's own website describes her as... An ex-homosexual who experienced same-sex attractions most of her life. Linda has also said of the LGBT community... The devil has stolen their identity, he kills their joy, and then he ultimately destroys their lives. What's going on? Look at my credit card bill. Why did you buy two jet skis and rent a Lamborghini while you stayed at Disney World on the Platinum Package for a month? I didn't. Satan stole my identity. How do you know what was Satan? Turn the page. Oh, you also made a thousand dollar donation to Westboro Baptist Church and signed it. You are the wind beneath my wings. In 2013, former Archbishop of St. Louis, Raymond Leo Burke, told the Wanderer that gay marriage... It is a work of deceit, a lie about the most fundamental aspects of our human nature, our human sexuality, which, after life itself, defines us. There is only one place these types of lies come from, namely, Satan. I don't believe in marriage of any kind, gay or otherwise. You can ask my exes. In 2014, the Atlar Missionary Church in Harlem wrote on their sign outside the church, Obama has released the homo demons on the black man. Look out, black woman. A white homo may take your man. Mr. President, the average gay white man has a salary of $59,600 while the average income of a straight black man is 23738 As America's first black president, can your administration do anything about this growing inequality? Yes, we can. Now, hear me out. It's a bit unorthodox. In 2015, prominent American Family Association member Brian Fisher claimed, You literally are staring into virtually the unvarnished energy of Satan himself, when you come up against the forces that are pushing the homosexual agenda forward. Fisher has also claimed, Homosexuality gave us Adolf Hitler. And the 2017 solar eclipse was, The Prince of Darkness in Obscuring the Light of God's Truth. And after two people were killed by grizzly bears, Deaths of people and livestock at the hands of savage beasts is a sign that the land is under a curse. Wake up! I think there's a grizzly bear outside the tent! Quick! Open the bear deterrent kit the ranger gave us! Okay. What's in it? A Bible and some holy water. Oh, we're totally f- In 2015, future Trump judicial nominee Jeff Mateer gave a speech entitled The Church and Homosexuality. In it, he said this of the push for transgender rights. I mean, it just really shows you how Satan's plan is working and the destruction that's going on. Exaudi Dominum Vocationist Mano Sinistre. What? Who 
is this? How did you get this number? Um. I was in the jacuzzi. I live in an apartment complex. I have to book it weeks in advance. What do you want? How can I better worship you and help you fulfill your evil plans here on Earth, O、oh、Lord? Oh, right. You're one of those. Well, um,、uh, let me see. How about you bring about universal acceptance of transgender children? That will take forever, Master. Yes, and don't contact me again until it's done. Your will is my command, evil one. Excellent. So, quick recap: universal acceptance of transgender children. Most importantly, and I can't stress this enough, don't contact me until it is done. Yes, my prince. Dark Lord, are you still there? Hello. Matteo also said this about changing marriage laws to include same-sex couples. Why couldn't four people want to get married? Why not one man and three women, or three women and one man? Hang on, isn't one man and three women, or three women and one man, just the same thing? I think we all know what Freud would say. Hey, I'm going to take a quick break from the show to talk about the novel Chaos Machine by me, Judas Falling. I know for some people, science fiction has a reputation for being dry and filled with descriptions of future tech designed to give geeks hard-ons. Chaos Machine is very definitely not that kind of book. It's a character-driven novel filled with humanity, murder, and betrayal. But don't just believe me. Check out this five-star review on Amazon. The world that Falling has created is well developed with strong characters and a storyline that keeps you swiping the page. Yes, it's violent. With blood, gore, and semen. Now, be honest. When have you ever heard the word "semen" used in a review for a science fiction novel? By buying the book, you'll be supporting the show, which we will now return to. In 2016, former quoter on this podcast and renowned hate preacher Stephen Anderson claimed that he had discovered the cure for AIDS. We can have an AIDS-free world by Christmas. That's amazing. Where did he discover this cure? He found his cure in Leviticus 2013. Oh! If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, okay, it says either both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them, and that, my friend, is a cure for AIDS. Dear Santa, for Christmas this year, I would like a bike, extermination of the gays, and a PlayStation. Not necessarily in that order. In 2016, reality TV star Phil Robertson told the Western Conservative Summit he had never owned a mobile phone or computer, and 160,000 murders on the streets of America were because of LGBT tolerance. There's been another murder in the Bay Area. You know, before gay marriage, we never had any murders in America. Really? That's not what Google says. Who's Google? In 2016, the Back to the Bible Holiness Church in Georgia shouted in all caps on a sign out the front of their church: "God created man and woman. Satan made gays and transgender." If I really did build a human, I would build it with eyes that shoot laser beams and a tail. I think tails are hilarious. You know, before I started my research in this episode, I promised myself I would limit Westboro Baptist Church to just one comment. So here it is. From a video posted in 2017 titled "So-Called Gender Revolution," Sam Phelps Roper said, "This is not a question of gender; 
It is a question of raw, satanic rebellion against the creator of all things. By removing the prerogative of God and establishing such a fundamental aspect of human life, male and female, Satan deceives the human heart into believing that God is not the sovereign king. You know, I stunned a warrior. I hadn't got enough transgender or Satan stuff in this episode. Thank you, Westboro. You're always there for me. You can find the video on the church's official website, godhatesfags.com. No, seriously, what's their actual domain name? In 2019, Pastor Kevin Swanson, another former quoter on this podcast, reacted to the video of Taylor Swift's song, You Need to Calm Down, which gives links to a petition in support of the Equality Act. Swanson said, I think we just tell Taylor Swift that she's a fool, that she doesn't fear God, and sooner or later, God will cut her down. Did he just threaten Tay-Tay? You know, holy wars have started for less. Back in 2015, Swanson claimed that if he were invited to a gay wedding, he would... Sit in cow manure, and I'd spread it all over my body. What's that smell? The father of one of the grooms. In 2020, Israeli rabbi Meir Mazuz claimed COVID-19 was caused by gay pride parades, stating they are... A parade against nature. When someone goes against nature, the one who created nature takes revenge on him. Mum, you better sit down. All right, what's going on? I wasn't feeling well, so I got a COVID test today, and well, there's no easy way of saying this, but it turns out I'm gay. It's because we let you have that tinky winky doll when you were little, isn't it? Probably. Well, there you have it. This trilogy of homophobic demonization episodes must come to an end. I'd like to think we've solved it. But anyway, as we wrap up this series, I'm left with two conclusions, two questions. My conclusions are small-minded bigots lack imagination and there's a lot of money to be made from preaching hate to small-minded bigots. My questions are why do homophobes almost universally believe same-sex attraction and or transgenderism is a choice? And why do they so often talk about it in terms of temptation? Are those really questions? I feel like you know the answers and are now just being facetious. I think it's time to come full circle and end this episode with the superstar we began it with. I'd like to leave you with this exchange between reporter Ken Kelly and Anita Bryant from the 1978 Playboy interview. When did you first sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover? I never have. And that's why Satan is my superhero. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, you know the drill. But more importantly, please recommend this show to just one person. I mean literally one person. Choose that person well. What are you doing, Pat? Using my powerful legs to thread this camel through the eye of a needle. Still thrives today, disguised as a gay rights. I added an A. Free oh, free wealth. Free wealth for everyone. So quick recrap. Recrap. So quick recrap. Recrap. Is Phil? I'm gonna guess Phil is a boomer. Phil is a boomer. You wanna know how I got that? He doesn't like to Google it. Exactly. And also, spell the most boomer name you can come up with.